If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Let's go. Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to our first Align with the Stars call of 2016. Happy to be playing with you here. I am joined by Kim, who is going to lead us through another scintillating discussion of what's going on with the astro weather lately. Hey. Yay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So glad you've all uh, joined us and dialed in and so forth. And uh, just a tiny bit of housekeeping before we we start. Uh, if you want us to look at your chart, make sure you've got it up online somewhere, whether it's on Photobucket or Facebook or on the um, on the GVA forum. Uh, sorry, the gallery and no, have, no, a link doubling. have a link to it. So, Jackie, if you're experiencing a uh, doubled uh, audio, yeah. then click on the where it says disable while on call, on, or it should yeah. get, allow you to pause the audio. It's over on the right-hand side under the list of people um, that are on, on the call. You just need to um, disable that. Disable or pause. It should show it streaming. So I have a go. I'm going to try and find it. I don't know where it is. Radio. Okay. I don't know how many I've got open. Hang on. I've got buffering audio. Please wait. Okay. So you, if it's. if it's not obvious where to pause it, oh, Janet. <laughs> Janet! Hi. Sorry, this has been going on for years. I can't get it. Uh, I'll just ask Janet quickly and see if she can sort you. Janet, hi. good morning. Can you help with a technical issue? <laughs> uh, sorry, I just arrived. <laughs> I, I, know. Know. I know. I saw your name come up. I was like, yes. <laughs> Uh, it's just that uh, we've had this issue before where Jackie's on, she's dialed in, but she's also streaming uh, the call so she can see the chat and the links. And they, isn't there a place for her to disable the yeah. stream? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yes, theoretically. I haven't got the same window in front of me, but um, bottom right-hand bottom. corner where, it's, where it talks about yeah. the audio, there's a pause button. If you hit the pause uh-huh. button, that should stop the streaming. That's right. It's a pause. Okay. Okay. We've got trouble hearing Chris that one. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Yeah, We can hear you. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. Oh, finally. Okay. So it's working. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. um, The pause button. Perfect. Okay, so the the idea is if you want to share your chart, make sure that it's somewhere where we can uh, it, there's a link and we can see it and find it easily. And I don't know, is there any more housekeeping? 
Well, I was just going to tell people, if you aren't in chat room, email me your link, and I will post it there myself so we can take a look at everyone's chart who's here. With the time we have left, so let's dive right on in, Kim. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay, so everybody probably is aware that Mercury is retrograde, and I didn't want to do the usual, you know, we've done a lot of talks about Mercury retrograde, and we know that it's a time where we want to pause and hit that pause button <laughs> metaphorically to, and it's, per, it's perfect because we hit that pause button and it'll slow down those voices and all that uh, pressure and the urge to rush forward and we get to reflect and where Mercury is transiting retrograde in your chart so basically between 14 degrees of Capricorn and, and uh, zero Aquarius that's where a specific area of life where we want to make sure we're dialing back. And before we go on, I've got a really fun exercise for us today. Um, Well, not just today, hopefully you take it it on board and actually uh, work with it over time. But uh, before we jump into that, if anyone is having, uh, they're uncertain about where Mercury is retrograde in their chart or what that might mean for them, or if you've got any comments about what's uh, going on, not so much any snafus that are happening, because yeah, we know what those are, but what the, what, what the results are, what the benefits have been for you so far with Mercury retrograde, that would be pretty fun to hear. So if there are any questions about that before we go on to um, this uh, exercise that I have, um, um, shout out yeah, this is Lise. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Yes, hi, Lise. Hi. So I uploaded my, I'm so new to this, I uploaded my birth chart and the transit chart for today. Yes. In your gallery. So what does Mercury look like in my, I'm looking at the transit chart. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm just going to, oh, and it's, yeah. Jeanette's already put it in there, so just hit that. Um, is that a link to her chart? Well, yeah. yeah. I thought I just yeah. remember. That's weird. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I, got actually, oh. I actually uploaded the pictures in your gallery. Yes, um, perfect. You did perfect, and thank you. And sorry uh, for the confusion this morning, which we won't oh, no, elaborate on right now. No, that's not. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. So... All right, so we're looking at your chart, and with this chart design, you have to squint a little bit to see where the houses are, but that's okay. Uh, We can see that Capricorn, about 14 degrees, so your uh, Mercury is retrograding between zero Aquarius and 14 Capricorn, and that's falling in your 12th house. Jeanette, that's pretty interesting. That's your same spot for yours as well, I think. Is it? Mm. Well, it has to be. Oh, no. Yes. Close. Because you're, what, late Capricorn rising. You get it crossing over the ascendant. So it's similar. There's a lot of activity in the 12th house. And were you aware of that, Lise? Did you realize that Mercury was transiting your 12th house? Um, No. (laughs) Okay, that's okay. I just thought, because you had the charts up, so... uh, that you might, um, and the transits that you had a handle on that. But can you see that that is the area of your chart where we find those degrees of 
of zero or one Aquarius to 14 Capricorn. Mm-hmm. It's behind the ascendant. We if we're looking um, clockwise, we're going um, up behind the the house just above the ascendant. So 12th house retrogrades are usually uh, the ones that we tend to ignore the most <laughs> because it's so subtle and unconscious and things pop up in dreams and synchronicities and things that we can, uh, it's easier to ignore for a little while. I'm not saying that's good to ignore, but it's, it's easy to just kind of soldier on. And I think this is a really good opportunity to, to tune in to the subtleties that you don't often notice by slowing things down, especially if you get anything that's a little kinked up in that outer, air quotes, reality, any, anything that, that tends to make you pause or think twice or want to make a change, really drop everything, just shift those gears right down to idle and give yourself a chance to tune in and get a feeling for what's really going on for what you really want and when it's in the 12th house the the kinds of things that the messages that we get again they come up through dreams or you might um, have something on your mind and then later you're watching a movie and you hear the the same issue comes up or the answer to your question pops up in in a, in a novel or a film what's that saying please I think somebody's got feedback going. It it clears out pretty quick. Yeah. Was oh was that a question or was that background noise? It was background noise. Okay. <laughs> what was I saying? Listening to the messages. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, are you getting a feel for that, Lise? That what I'm um, talking about here? Yes. Yeah, and I I actually tend to be generally that's good advice. I do tend to be pretty tuned in to those kinds of messages because um, most of the messages I get are not necessarily that direct. Um, okay. In general, so I I I do tend to notice those kinds of. But it's interesting that you bring it up because I've been having a lot of dreaming lately, which is unusual for me. Mm. Um, so I will pay more attention. Thank you for that. Well, yes, and it's a perfect time because it's Mercury who, you know, is all about communication and, and through the dreams, of course, dreams, the language of the unconscious is symbol. And if you, if you <clears throat> particularly at this time, get in the habit of writing your dreams down or keeping a bit of a journal and playing with your dreams. Um, they might just be fragments and you might want to finish them or elaborate on them in the direction that you would like to see them go or to explore the feeling that the dream evokes. Um, was I excited? Was I frightened? Was I... Uh, uh, cautious and what's making me feel that way in, in or quotes, real life. So it's notice it and then if you feel uh, inspired, take a bit of 
action by, I don't know, meeting the dream halfway with your consciousness. You've got, you've got Mercury in Cancer, and um, the, I think that that, that that part of your mind would respond really beautifully to a, a dialogue between your conscious mind, what's writing down in the journal, and the symbolism that's rushing up to meet it. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you. That's great. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. That's, that sounds good. Does anybody else have any um, question or um, thing they want to express about their Mercury retrograde? <laughs> well, I've, I've had some positive things happen. Did you want to hear that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh. I want to hear the well, payoff, positive okay. payoff. Well, the perfect thing was that, um, oh, I forgot to pay a bill last month, so I had a double bill this month, and then I realized that um, it turned out to be the same amount of money that I um, had to pay cash when I wanted to use my credit card a couple of weeks ago, and they denied the credit card by mistake. So just it was this perfect, um, perfect exchange. So I felt like, oh, okay, no harm, no foul, and that was just Mercury playing a little game with me and kept me <laughs> alert, and, and then I got to see the positive effect about it. So, yay. <laughs> yay. Absolutely. Yay, and what is that happening in your first house? Um, red, retrograde or second? Uh, well, it's in my first, yeah. It, it, it's still happening there. It's um, Mercury's conjunct. Just past my um, Venus. Venus, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Venus, she's very interested in money and <laughs> um, <laughs> natural ruler of the second house. So that's... that's and, uh, and the purchase that I made with the credit card that didn't work and I had to pay cash, it was for a new TV because my TV just up and died. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not by <laughs> electronics, but I said, oh, screw it. I'm, I'm stronger <laughs> than that. Yes. Yeah. And you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, goodness. Um, Gail, I'm just looking at the chat. Gail, well, I'll just have to show you how to create your own chart online at astro.com. So um, maybe Quilly can show that to you in the, in sure, the chat. I'll do that. I'll put a link in there, and then I'll talk, talk to him. Yeah. Thank you. Um, sure. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anybody else want to um, put forward this point? I would, so, but I can't do two things at once. Well, I can't do <laughs> that very well. <laughs> I would ask if this, Kim, I'd like, if during this, um, was that Janet? Yes, sorry. Go on. You go ahead while I take care of this. <laughs> I was just going to say I'd love to, but I want to hear about this exercise. <laughs> Me too. All right. Well, look at this exercise, and, um, yeah, if, if it brings up any, I'm sure it'll bring up questions there too. So, um, oops, I just clicked out of my course. <laughs> so on the gallery, 
I'm just going to put the link to the gallery so anyone looking at the chat can see the see the link there. In the gallery, there's a chart called the Wheel of Life. Now, Jeanette, this is totally inspired by the Wheel of Life exercise that you had us do last week, month. Right on. We never got that call. I saw the Wheel of Life, and I did it, and, and I thought, this is just too much like an astrology chart, only not quite. <laughs> so guess, guess what I did? <laughs> I love it. A 12-slice Wheel of Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 12 slides. And it gets even more interesting. So if everybody looks at the Wheel of Life, what they're going to see here is a astrological um, chart, basically, of just the houses and a couple of key words, just tiny key words, realize that whole books could be written on each house. So we're just a couple key words to tune us in on, the, on a surface level. We can go deeper into each house if we need to. But uh, it's the, it, we're looking at the houses and uh, what each house represents. Remember, it's, a, it's an area of life. It's an area of life, and we all have all 12 houses in our chart, uh, but they, of course we have different signs relating to each house. Now, depending on where you're at astrologically, you can do a couple different things with this wheel of life. The most simple thing that you might want to do, and this again is directly from Jeanette's um, offering, and Jeanette, I can't remember where... It's a co- I, it's a coach I, training tool, so yeah, it's yeah. it's a very commonly used okay. exercise for coaches to give clients. Yes. All right. So I remembered. Um, I couldn't remember where the link was, but I I wanted to make sure we attributed it correctly because it's fully borrowed from that idea. The exercise um, you can, if you're comfortable with the astrology, print this out and go ahead and put each sign that rules each house cusp or any interceptions that you have around it, around the outside, just to help um, visually uh, remind yourself of the energies and the overlying energies that are working in that area of life. But if you're brand new to this, it's fine. Just leave it as it is. You can print it out or you can can do this all on a um, photo... um, uh, pro, Photoshop type program, however you want to do it. So you come to the um, cusp of each house, and if the outside of the wheel was 10 and the closest to the numbers, the hub, was zero, you would put a little dot of how well you believe you are, how comfortable you are, how engaged you are, and how. Uh, how good (laughs) this area of life is going for you. So if we're up at the 10th house and we're looking at success, career, public relations, where are you at that? You know, are you a 10? Are you a 5? Are you a 6? And you just put a dot there. Um, You can imagine the sliding scale. Uh, I've got an example of one filled out. I'll show you in a second. Uh, And you just go right around the wheel and think about these areas of life and and put those dots in, and then you get to connect the dots. Connect the dots. I'll um, I'll show you this completed. So I won't tell you exactly who this is. Um, <laughs> you can probably guess. 
pretty easily. You connect the dots uh, and you get a really instantly, Jeanette, I hope I'm actually even doing this right. I should double check with you first. <laughs> you connect these dots and you instantly get a feeling for where your strengths are in terms of, yeah, I'm living that, I'm feeling fulfilled in that, that's in, that area of life's enriching me, it's all happening. And areas where, oops, <laughs> like for example, this example person, um, you can see right away where they, uh, where they're, I don't know if we want to call them strengths or weaknesses, really, but it's more like engagement and what lack of engagement, or perhaps some. I think, um, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Shyness in, in that area of life. <laughs> yeah, where the it's the it's glass. You're filling up the glass in each house, and yeah, how much do you drink in that? Well, that's hmm. not the right metaphor. <laughs> much is in that glass. It's a power smoothie, not a shot of vodka. So um, what you can, what you find out is it becomes really, really interesting. And again, those who are comfortable with the astrology, if you do that without thinking about your chart and just go ahead and, and do that exercise, and then if you overlay your chart over the top of it, uh, just dot in where your planets are, you will find some very, very interesting things. It's quite possible that areas that you have in a bun, you know, that are right up in the eights and nines and tens, uh, you might have a boatload of uh, planets, particularly sun, you know, moon, personal planets. Areas where you drop right down could be um, an outer planet or a... Uh, it might be an empty house that you are ignoring at the moment. And then, <laughs> to, uh, to, con to continue on, you might want to put the transits, just uh, jot in the transits around the outside of the wheel and find what is actually being activated. So for this person and this chart in particular, the Mercury retrograde is happening in the fifth house. In the fifth house for them, and they happen to have Mars and North Node and um, Chiron in the fifth house. So they've got a, a lot going on in the fifth. There's the uh, all the there's a lot of earthy Capricorn transits happening right now in the fifth, including Mercury retrograde, and that there's uh, a. a a lot of fulfillment uh, in that house too. So they're doing pretty good in that area of life. This, is this exercise starting to make sense? I, I can't say how interested I am to do the overlay. I hadn't seen where you were going with that, Kim, but that feels like that could be pretty interesting to look at. It's really interesting, especially this person. <laughs> person. Um, has person. I'm so yeah. the the more you have going on in that particular uh, pie wedge, you put closer to the edge of the circle instead of the inside. Is that it? Oh, okay. Here's so a it's, you you tell Jeanette. Um, Quilly, I'm putting a link in chat room. The for each slice, you rate it on a scale of one to ten on how satisfied you feel with it. And oh. 
And so the the idea is to get a, a very visual idea of what areas of life you've been neglecting. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So, um, but as you're going through there to mark the things, if you're doing really well, like you put your thought at the outside of the circle? Yeah, like, um, yeah, so the very center would be zero, the very outside would be 10. Okay. you can imagine, I, I actually don't assign a number, I just kind of like, I just kind of gauge it. But, uh, yeah, the chart link that I put in chat room has the 10 spaces marked for you to fill in that way. So. Okay, cool. Thank you. That's a little different, yeah, oh. Kim, than the way you did it with the arrows, but it's the same idea, and I think it accomplishes the same purposes. Yes. Oh, yeah. It has. Um, how, however, you can you can do it. The path. Yeah. The arrows. Um, no. To me, just creates shapes, and it's very visual in terms of seeing the, um, like you said, the fulfillment or the kind of lack of fulfillment. So, mm-hmm. so this is an identification exercise. Um, fun to do, but the really important thing <laughs> is what happens next. What happens next? So, if we use this example um, with the with the arrows, we can see that there's a few houses, a few areas of life that are not as full as they possibly could be. I mean, the ideal, like a fully whole, holistic, balanced life would just be a circle going right around the outside of the ring, wouldn't it? Where every aspect mm-hmm. of life is rich and fulfilled. And um, so I guess in a way, in a way these kind of, it's possible these represent set points as well, but that's probably another talk. So here, here we go. The, the idea is what do we do with this information <laughs> that we have it? For example, this person with the seventh house is particularly, um, yeah, seventh and fourth, which is pretty interesting, are um, on, the, on the short side there. So there's a myriad of ways to... Open the, open the door for new and richer and broader experiences in those areas of life. Jeanette, where do we begin with that? Mm-hmm. I like to point towards the one that, because look, for some people, some areas matter more than others. So it's not like we could, we, some coaches would say, go to the, your lowest score and start working on that area. I say, go to the one that you're most displeased with, the one that you really would like to have a higher score in. Because for some people, uh-huh. like me, my love life, or, although this may be why I score myself right, good on my love life, because it's just not, it's not of a priority for me right now. It's not an emphasis right now. There are times when it is, but not right now. So even though I don't have much going on in it, maybe I give it an eight or a nine because I'm very happy with it is with the way it is, even though there's not much happening. But if I gave it like a three or a four, but I don't care because that's not where my emphasis is in my life right now, then I go to which area that I do wish I could have scored myself higher, the one that does matter to me right now. That's a great point. And this is where 
uh, placing the transits around the outside and overlaying our own charts is super helpful because, for example, if this seventh house um, uh, lack of emphasis <laughs> was, uh, if we overlay the chart, there's nothing in the seventh house, and there are no if there were no transits there. It may it may not be the area of life to really start working on. On the on the flip side of that, I also noticed. Okay, when I did the uh, Wheel of Life, the Buddy Coach one, the one that you uh, mm-hmm. gave. Okay, I scored really really well in career and success and PR and so forth. Well, that's the tenth house version, whatever their mm-hmm. version of um, career was. Uh, but the 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 mantra and the affirmation that I felt most comfortable with was the career, <laughs> and I don't know if that's just habit and it's like I want to do more of what I'm good at, what's happening, and and what's maybe atrophying in my life that's not full and rich. I'm ignoring or turning away from. I don't know. That's an opportunity for introspection, isn't it? For each of us yeah. to choose that for ourselves, because. I think sometimes we, we there's cultural pressure that life should look a certain way. Like, you know, for for um, stay-at-home moms who sometimes feel like they should be doing some sort of big work in the world. They, they Or, I don't know, it can show up in a variety of ways. Uh, but we want to be sure we're being true to ourselves and not just conforming to societal expectations about mm. what life is to look like because you know what some people are very happy to have a job that others might think you know that's below your skill level or you could do you have so much more to contribute than that but if they love serving slurpees at 7-eleven that's for them to choose not for someone else to say you're not living up to your potential i cannot tell you how many people have felt like uh jeanette if when she really gets her act together she's going to figure out relationships you know what when the day comes that that's a priority for me, I will honor it. But until that time, it's I I have other places to play in this wheel. <laughs> mm. Okay, the same problem, Jeanette. Except for people are always ambitious for me in the career area, mm. Mm. and I just realized today that I'm busy from the time I wake up until the time I go to bed at night. But usually, just answering people who've uh, contacted me or satisfied with that <laughs> that's why introspection for us to go within and know ourselves well enough to honor what matters to us for, for some people fun might not be that might not be something that they really want to give energy to they feel like other areas of life are more important spiritual growth I know plenty of people who've been criticized because they don't give attention to their um, expansion in that way. But we got to make these, we got to be true to ourselves as we evaluate and decide where to put attention. Star six for anyone who has background noise. I was, I was just thinking, I have a question, Kim. Uh, just as a purely technical question, um, I obviously, given my, my houses are, some are very, very wide, some are very, very narrow, so a circle, the Wheel of Life circle with um, evenly shaped pie pieces isn't going to overlay particularly well for me. So 
am I better to just take a print out of my own chart and sort of rule up the do it based on those houses and sort of ignore the planets and things until I've just marked up the, the things and drawn my shape? Well, there, you can, there's a couple, there's many different ways that you can do I can't this. hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm still that. looking for it. I, I, ooh. Now, one of these is Quilly. Hang on. I want to unmute Quilly. Did I get it? Wrong. Did I get it right? Oh, no, that's no. it. It's the second California. Okay, I got it. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Keith. I'll start again. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is a this is a totally made up thing, so we can do it any way we want. My idea at first is to use the equal house system that we have here, and you plot your planets in there. So if you have um, oh okay, that makes sense. House, stick them all in there, and probably what yes. we need to do is have a blank wheel that doesn't have the keywords or the keywords are really tiny a bigger wheel tiny keywords and you go ahead and plot your planets as they appear and even even though your 12th and 6th house are ginormous um you just squish everything in <laughs> to yeah. the equal house oh and you still <laughs> yes. visually you can still visually see um what's happening or you could yeah, there's a lot of ways. If you're artistic, you can draw your your wheel as it is with the um, with the correct size houses and just you know just go for it. Start filling it all in. This, I really like. I, wanted, I was just going to say I really like the idea of using the pie the wheel of life with the equal size pie houses because it's very tempting to look at my own chart and mm. suddenly because mm. there's so much visual weight given to certain houses. It's, mm-hmm. I have to make a conscious choice not to see them as somehow more significant. So I really like that. I um, that's, that's a good point because really the house size, you know, um, your your duplicated houses are going to be small and they're just, mm. as, just as important areas of life. But as Jeanette said, they may not be for you at any given time. But if you've got a boatload of transits going through that house, uh, they're going to go through very quickly because they're small houses, and you don't want to miss the opportunity to activate something there. You you said something in the chat earlier that I thought was really significant. You said, "Oh, I like the idea of starting with low hanging fruit with an intention that it will have a flow on effect." And I love that flow on effect idea because sorting something, getting something correct in one aspect of your life tends to, to open the doors and ease up in others because, you know, you start to feel good. And if you start mm-hmm. to feel good or you feel a little bit better, then everything, everything gets a little bit better. That's de- definitely I, what, uh, I, what I, I know. Sorry, I was just going to say, I know from my own experience that when I decide to start with, quote-unquote, the problem area. <laughs> it's right. not a recipe for success. <laughs> but it's sort yeah, of, you know, it. all of a sudden all my focus is on problem to solve and I'm like, no, that's not probably the way I want to go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, that's so interesting. And I think with the, the Mercury retrograde gives us uh, an opportunity there because 
wherever it, that Capricorn, uh, those latter uh, half the degrees of Capricorn, is falling in your chart, it may or may not be one of your, uh, you know, on your wheel of life chart. It may be uh, have a huge significance, or maybe one where um, things are things might be flowing richly and fulfilling, or they may be um, anywhere along that scale to kind of uh, empty, not happening. I'm ignoring that. I do think that Mercury invites us to explore something that in that area of life. So, for example, if I wasn't really uh, putting any energy into a personal relationship uh, at the time, and Mercury was going uh, retrograde through my uh, seventh house, let's say I had no business partnerships, there was just absolutely pretty much no expression <laughs> in that area of life, it, the Mercury retrograde would be inviting and, and exploration would be uh, inviting me perhaps to to find peace with that. Because if I'm at peace with where my relationships are, even if I don't have a significant other, I'm going to score that seven, what Jeanette was saying. I'm going to score that eight or nine. I'm going to push that right up because I'm at peace. I feel good about it. It's the, uh, the ultimately, you know, it's all about um, me and my relationship to myself. And if that is feeling awesome, then that seventh house gets a gets a high score. Does that does that make sense? Is that what you meant, Jeanette, when you were? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I like your invitation, Kim, for us to use this how we want to. Like, go ahead and hack this. <laughs> you know, but let your guidance be the leader as you engage this for insights and assignments. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just going to put the link here. Jody just popped on and because you know how you can't see the previous chat when you join chat? You can't see what came before. Um, I just thought we'd put I can do that. The link. Yeah, okay, thank you. Maybe the wheel of the proper mm -hmm. buddy coach one, too, so she can just, and then the example and the, thanks, Jody. <laughs> it's good to see you here on the call. You can always lurk in chat as well. You don't have to, um, <laughs> then you get the benefit of all the links. All right. So this is going to be a fun exercise, and I like the idea of, revisiting this because it's malleable it changes a few months from now there might be a completely different perception because it's all about our perceptions of what's happening in our life there might be a completely different perception of where things are going richly and fulfilled and where things feel like they are um, um, needs what do they put needs improvement <laughs> I don't know we need we need um, perhaps better words, a better vocabulary for just wants attention maybe. There there could be areas of life that want attention. Certainly when you get a transit to an area of life it it evokes attention on that spot. And if we put it there consciously with our awareness, it tends to be a lot um 
easier to find the epiphanies and to open open doors. If we ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist, then other things happen, <laughs> which um, can can feel different. <laughs> it can feel like an irritation or a contrast or you know something not working out in our lives. So. All right, do we have any questions thus far? I don't see any questions in chat room. Okay. Well, oh, either Quilly, sorry, duh. Uh, what if <laughs> everything feels awesome? <laughs> well, then you're enlightened, and you can leave the next call. <laughs> no, it's just, just kind of no. This is a moon thing, I'm sure, because sometimes. Everything, no matter what, just feels wonderful. And then the next day, you know, David Bowie dies or something, and then I, everything is gone to hell. And it's, um, I think it's a Pisces thing maybe, but when I feel so good about things, I don't even know that there's anything wrong to, in it, or not wrong, or just something that might mm-hmm. need attention. Yeah, yeah. Well, that kind of speaks to what, Janet was saying about the things flowing on from, a, I mean, a vibration is a vibration. If you are in a positive, optimistic, fulfilled vibration, it spills over into all areas of life. And I think you're, yeah, the Pisces sensitivity, it's easy to kind of be moved into collective vibrations. So, you know, if a, something... Uh, like the um, death of a public figure, a beloved beloved public figure, there is a collective more than a sigh. There's a, a mourning and a sadness, and it's when you're tuned into the collective that um, weaves in to your own vibration, depending on how, um, yeah, how you experience death and how you perceive. Um, perceive the the event so a couple things going on there that i i told would you agree with that jeanette that when you're when you're vibing positive oh yeah i was i was that that's what we were talking about before we hit the record button i'm on fire in all sorts of ways and i was like "Hmm, what's going on here and i thought oh i think i might have found my house that's why i can feel myself getting closer to it and i think that's exactly what was happening there Oh, that's so true. Oh, if you're not, if you have a, a pain or a something in the body or a toothache, okay, toothache, yep. perfect example. I don't want to evoke toothache for anyone, but it will just be But if you have a toothache, man, nothing's good. You're not going to, nobody feels so like true. sex, eating, talking, doing, working. You don't feel like doing a damn thing, do you, except moaning and the vibe is down and nothing's good. Everything's everything's dark and difficult because it is because you've got this uh, nagging mm-hmm. thing, and that is a perfect metaphor for subtler vibrational um, shifts and energies. And uh, when the toothache, you feel relief. The contrast, you always feel ten times better than you ever did before when you were normal because you now appreciate freedom from pain and discomfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who's been sick for more than a day or two when you get well, 
you have, even if it's minutes or hours, <laughs> there's a time of total appreciation of life and the beauty of just being uh, free from discomfort. That's actually a really good example. It is a good one. Um, Kim, uh, guest 13 asks if we can look at Jupiter North Node. Yes. Okay, we'll just take a quick look at that. Definitely. Um, as you may know, uh, where? Okay, we'll save that for another. Um, Jupiter right now is transiting at 23 degrees of Virgo, and the North Node, the North Lunar Node, is 23 degrees of Virgo. Now, Jupiter expands anything he touches, right? He expands. He adds excitement and optimism and definitely expansion. Um, the North Node tends to activate our, wherever it falls in the chart, activate our drive to, again, kind of expand in a very focused way, in a way that moves us along our path. It's like um, you're playing one of those board games and you get the card that allows you to move forward to the next, you know, awesome square or the next, it's not always super awesome, but <laughs> it moves you along further along the journey. And so you put these two together and you have some powerhouse energy to move forward. And it's particularly going to um, be utilized in the area of life where you find 23 degrees of Virgo in your chart. Or if you have any, um, oh, okay, so that sextiles your mid-heaven and opposite your natal Jupiter. Okay, so your natal Jupiter is... Um, is dignified in Pisces, it sounds like, and that sextile your midheaven. So, to I think that I guess your question is, how do you? Oh, hi, Jackie. <laughs> now it's fitting that I guess you're not dialed in now. Um, what you want to do is utilize this energy, utilize it, and the first step is to think about. Where do you really want to expand when it comes to career, mission, profession? And because it's in the sign of Virgo, feel free to get analytical about it. Feel free to make lists. Feel free to uh, do a pros and cons. Feel free to uh, explore aspects that you perhaps haven't looked at before because you want – it's like – okay – it's like you're getting extra packets of fuel and to put them to good use, you've got to point these things in the right direction, right? You want to get, get things going and uh, fueling the path that you really want to take. So clarity is important. Now, you're not going to hit that clarity super um, strongly until... I would say until after the 25th, until after Mercury turns direct, and that's been going retrograde in your 12th house, I'm pretty sure. 11th or 12th house. 11th house, I'm thinking. Um, so I would do this, 11th, thank you. I would do this in a twofold way. I would spend time reflecting 
on where Mercury is retrograde right now. So where are you at with groups, working with groups, um, friends, your uh, birds of a feather? Does that want to change? Is that um, do you want to step up? Do you want to step down sideways? Where do you want to go with that? And don't try. It's rhetorical at first. Don't try to nail it with the perfect answer. But honor Mercury, meet Mercury halfway in this area of life by asking those questions and then wait and allow and listen for the answer through meditation, through relaxation, through yoga, through uh, whatever processes that allow information to come into you. And you'll know when you start to light on things that feel good. Things that feel good equal your path. Things that don't feel good, not your path. It's that it's that simple, don't you think, Jeanette? I I completely agree, Kim. Completely agree. I just heard Abraham say that very thing yesterday. What would you say to someone who's who is interested in creating a relationship who this is happening in their seventh house? Jupiter North Node in their seventh. Oh, okay. Um I'd say basically the same thing. I would say, you know, we often create relationships based on how we used to feel about relationships. We tend to not be current with our um, authentic relationship desires. We Consciousness kind of lags behind, it seems, um, or our awareness t- tends to lag behind. So I would take time out to muse on where this relationship, uh, whether it's a, um, an idea, a vision, I would take time out to see where I, I, I really wanted that to go because I might be running on a default, on a past um, ideal. I used to think they needed to be this, this, and this. It's a Virgo, so we can make I, lists, yeah. right? <laughs> this, this, oh. and this, and I needed that, and I need, or what we say, I need this and this. But do you? Is that wow. still you? Is that I true? love that, and you're and you're saying that because of the North Node in, North Node influence. Yes. Well, yeah, that's cool. The emphasis. It's a strong. It's like high octane fuel. If you want to utilize it. Go for it. But if there's resistance, it's probably because your vision isn't current. And you unconsciously, uh, we tend to block or sabotage anything that we because we know, hey, that's not where we really want to go. But (laughs) since we haven't quite caught up with the with the new us, (laughs) we don't know quite where where to take it. So I I certainly play with it. I would want to. I think about where this is in my chart. Yes, got it. Um, Where's it in yours? Just, it's in the first house, and I just realized. Yeah, I you want to utilize. I was about to tell you, don't let this go without utilizing it. And I thought, God, I don't even know where. I haven't checked that out for myself. Um, oh, it's also so, coming up though on your second house. It's so close, right? It's touching it's your very second close. house too. I know, and I like part of me feels a lot more geared up to launch it in the second house, but I want to be I want to be utilizing it now, and remember they're both retrograde right now, so perfect, perfect time, and the node always um always moves in a retrograde motion, oh, it turns direct sometimes, but it's it generally runs backwards, and that's how it progresses backwards. 
But um, while both are retrograde, reflect, 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 and just allow the opportunity to um, allow the possibility that you might have different relationship requirements <laughs> than you realized or different career requirements or different friendship requirements or wherever it's falling in your chart. Um, different identity in the way I present my mine's, identity. Mine's eight, and I just can't. What what besides what different but IRS sex. requirements, different sex requirements? I'm having trouble. Definitely trying different. To well, you you already uh, it's not admitted, but you already expressed that. Um, I think, as oh, what I heard, yeah. that that yeah, yeah right. love life wasn't super important to you right now. And probably your love life as you perceive it isn't. There may be a love life that you haven't visioned yet or mm-hmm. drawn in yet or created yet that actually mm-hmm. is going to take this high octane fuel and take you in amazing places. But it's not, yeah. I, I gotcha. So, but the eighth is also the occult, things that are hidden. Um, it's it's delving into the depths of the psyche and the unconscious. And so allow it to work. Allow allow a bit of visualization of, on a path and see where that path goes. Visualize okay. that path kind of going into the eighth house, the forest of the eighth house, and just see who you meet. Because nodes are people. Nodes express, I mean, it's in our chart and it's part of us, but they my experience is they always pop up in our lives as someone else, a person out there mm-hmm. who is representing that part of ourselves that wants expansion. Hmm. So you meet the the teacher or the student or the the friend or the lover or the business partner or the real estate agent or the whoever it is, you uh, meet that person or it might be uh, an animal, it might be um, something in nature, but it ha- it's an entity that comes in, t- and I don't mean that in a weird ET way or a paranormal way. Maybe I do, but it's a, it's an energy that comes into your life, and you put a face on it, and it seems like someone out there, someone you can talk to, and so talk to them, and listen to them, and see what lights up. Very nice. Thank you, my friend. Okay. You officially uh, have like a minute and a half, so yeah, yeah. So I got time to say goodbye <laughs> <laughs> to everyone. And thank you all so much for joining in. GBA uh, members, we are continuing this conversation in the forum. I would love to see everybody's uh, Wheel of Life chart or thoughts on it or ways that you can imagine to uh, improve on this model. It's just a, it's a, it's a beta version, and we're playing with it. Um, maybe we'll we'll all put our heads together and come up with a GVA wheel of life that we can mm-hmm. um, offer to others. And that was fun uh, to play with, Kim. Thanks for that today. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. Was. Okay, you guys. Thanks, thanks so everyone much. for joining us. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.